Welcome to the Forever Better Academy podcast, where you will be given the principles, tools, and techniques to reach the next stage on your journey of self-mastery. Who could you become? I'm your host, Wade Vincent. There is one thing that you can do that will guarantee your failure every single time. One simple thing. And I guarantee each and every one of you, and I know I'm guilty of this myself, has done this. Can you guess what it is? The one thing that you can do that will guarantee your failure in anything you try to do is making excuses. 100% making excuses is the key to your failure. Now, when, you know, I'm, I'm in my late 30s now and I've done a lot of different things in my life and I've tried all kinds of wonderful things and uh, different personas and uh, lifestyles and just trying to figure my life out, like what we're all doing, right? Going through the motions and, and learning who we are, why we're here and what we can do in the meantime. And um, uh, of, of all the things that I've attempted in my life that I haven't succeeded at, I look back now and I can absolutely attribute those failures to my making excuses. All the things that that I didn't get where I wanted to go was because I I didn't pull out all the stops. I didn't go all in. I, I, I found reasons to not succeed. That's another way to put it, right? So I, I always have had ambition and being competitive and I've always wanted to be somebody that's capable of achieving what they set out to do. Now, I know that might sound uh, like a weird thing to say because uh, most people should be that way. I'd be surprised if, if you know, you listening to this, you weren't that way because if, if you are, um, you know, driven to achieve anything that you set out to do, if you're not that way, you would never do anything in life, you know, <laughs> you'd just be sort of drifting and hey, who knows, maybe there's some people like that and if that works for them, happy days, power to you, it's all about your own happiness, right? So, um, one of the things that's really challenging nowadays is, uh, when I record this right now, it's 2021 and the world wants more from you than ever before. Now, I mean in the sense of your attention, right? Your eyes are important, you know, your your money is important to other people, right? So, we, we're in a time now, <clears throat> which is very different to when I was a little kid growing up in the uh, 80s and 90s. You, there was a time when I was little, there wasn't, you know, internet or at least in the capacity that was, you know, available to most people in the developed world. So there was a time that was very easy to just switch off the television and go outside. You know, I can remember time like... My grandmother had one of those uh, rotary phones and, and, you know, we had that for a while too, but, you know, naturally like older people sort of stuck in their ways. Um, if if um, 
they don't need to change things. A lot of times they won't, you know, so well into my, um, into through my childhood, my grandma had this, um, uh, this old school dial up sort of rotor phone thing. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this. You're probably, if you're born in the nineties, you're probably looking at this going, what the heck is he talking about? But it used to have, uh, on the phone itself, it was like the handset of the phone. God, even now, when I think of that, that's probably foreign to a lot of people. The actual, um, a handle that you would pick up and hold to your ear that had a piece that sat over your ear and a piece that sat down on your mouth, you know, like sort of like this, right? And, um, you'd have that and there's the phone itself was almost like this sort of square box and on the front of the phone was a sort of round uh, uh, plastic dial that had holes over each number so it was like you know from zero to nine all the way up and around the dial and on that phone uh, to dial someone's phone number you would put your finger in the number uh, whatever the phone, first number was, and then you'd wind the dial to the end and you'd take your finger out and the dial would spin back in place. Then you'd put your finger in where the next phone number was and you dial that and then you'd let it go. And um, <laughs> this is this is the world I grew up in, you know? So it was very different technology-wise, right? So if, 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 if you weren't at home, people couldn't reach you. You know, apart from shoving a billboard on a highway and and hoping that you see it, you weren't really, your attention wasn't sort of demanded from others uh, in an invasive way, which it is now. So, or, or to the extent that it is now. So, if you went out, you had true freedom away from whatever distractions the world was trying to throw at you. You know, you... If you got sick of seeing commercials on television, you turned it off and you go and play. You just go and hang out. You know there was no connection. Even even video games. I talk to my sons about this all the time. You know we when we were kids and we'd play with our cousins, we'd go to each other's houses and we'd sit down and and play um, Nintendo or Sega and and we only did it when we were together. There was no online connection and they were at their house and I was at mine. It was an event. We went over to each other's houses to play. So there, there's now more than ever, the world is, is uh, you know, throwing, throwing these um, clickbait and uh, attention grabbing and hooks at you to try and get you, you know, and uh, <clears throat> some of them, you know, are for a good purpose and others not so much, but Part of that is the the reason I explain those things is it, it's it's easier to make excuses now because there's so much stimulus that can take your focus and attention away from what you're trying to do and what's important to you in life. It's very easy to get caught up and then and, and, um, um, uh, taken advantage of or just. Uh, it's very easy to to kill time, right? That's a great way to put it, right? It's, it's easy to kill time now more than ever. And you hear a lot of people, you know, talk about, I wish I had more time in the day. And, and you think about the people that are that are highly successful in, in, the, um, uh, in the traditional sense of how you would define it. Uh, th- those people have the same 24 hours that we all do. They're just far more efficient in using the time, and I guarantee most, if not all, of the people that that you know you say admire or look up to that are, are highly successful, 
don't get distracted very easily and they they don't um, allow people to uh, take their time away from them without a very good reason, right? So part of the, the struggle and challenge nowadays is you have all these different stimulus coming at you. You know, you, we all carry uh, a smartphone or nowadays, I guess you just call it a phone, a device in your pocket where you're accessible 24 hours a day. Like how many of, how many of us don't turn our phones off at nighttime? How many of us feel weird without our phone in our pocket or by our side? Like it's a piece of us, right? It's become part of who you are. So you're always reachable. Now, the the other part of that, you know, that that it's easy to make excuses when you've got all these things that are you know, taking your time away from you and what they're really costing you in doing so. Uh, the other part is, is the, um, how would I put it? Uh, it's, it's laziness in a sense, but it's easy to 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 be lazy um, when when whatever you're trying to achieve and and your laziness drives you to make excuses because whatever you're trying to achieve isn't truly aligned with what what is important to you, right? So if you consider someone who Let's say, let's say a young kid who has learnt to play piano from the age of four and their parents have been supportive and guided them through the process and, and got them the lessons and they practice and practice and they're working on getting graded because they, they've already outlined and mapped the process, um, you know, potentially through the help with their parents, but they know that they, they ultimately want to be part of an orchestra or, or a concert pianist, that, that that's their ambition and their goal. And they know when that when that excites them and, and lights that fire up in your soul, when you feel driven and you found your thing, it's very difficult to be distracted and make excuses because you, you, you're immersed in it. You feel this just joy and uh, you know if you've ever read the book flow it's probably the best way to describe it you're in this flow state where and i used to get this with with um music especially when i was a performer when i would when i would freestyle and rap and and then time just disappears and you're just perfectly aligned with what you're doing your focus is centered it, it excites you, it's enjoyable, and, and the thought of making an excuse doesn't even enter your mind. You don't even entertain it. It's not, it doesn't, it no longer exists in your in your universe, right? When you're that focused, you, you don't have to fight against your own laziness because your purpose and your goals, what you're what you're chasing is truly aligned with what one, what matters to you, and and two, what you enjoy, and and three, it fulfills you. So those things, it's it's very easy if you can. And I know it, it sounds funny, doesn't it? To say it's very easy. You know, one of the hardest things I, I you know, I've I've uh, learned to this point in my life is that you know, often finding your purpose isn't isn't the easiest thing to do, and it, it's it's um sometimes very challenging. You know, to try and find you know why are we here. And um, we can talk more on that in another episode of the podcast. Um, but but when when you're truly dialed in, right, and you're <laughs> to use my you know phone 
uh, reference, uh, you you forget about those things. Like you you don't fail because you don't make excuses because what what you're attuned to is important to you, and it fuels you, right? So, but you know, and that, that that's probably the the I would say at least, at least in my experience and the people that I've studied and and what I've observed in my own experiences um, and those around me is that's the the critical thing that you need to remove that obstacle that's just the, 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 that little roadblock, that barrier that's just getting in your way of, of you um, truly succeeding because, and perhaps Maybe just on a side note, while I'm I'm thinking on this, perhaps the the excuses we make actually serve a purpose in that they're reminding us or showing us that the thing we are doing isn't important enough to us, and that's why we make excuses and that's why we fail because we're not supposed to succeed at the thing we're pursuing. No, that's just a thought that's come to me now. Perhaps there's yeah, everything I was taught as a little kid. Everything happens for a reason. Even if I don't understand it, it's happened for a reason. There's a purpose to everything, right? So maybe look at it in that regard. Maybe those things that that we are chasing or we're telling ourselves that we really want, but we're making excuses is is kind of us, you know, getting, getting an understanding of... Maybe those things aren't really for us. Maybe they don't excite me as much as I think, or maybe, maybe my um, ambitions changed, or maybe that doesn't hold as much significance or importance for you, for me anymore, right? So, interesting. Maybe the the excuses serve their purpose, right? So, but beyond that, what we're talking about is is you know we want to succeed. We're not here to fail, right? And 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 to to take away the the excuses. Is is almost almost removing your your likelihood to fail because no matter how difficult and hard things get on on your path, when you remove excuses, there's only only solutions. When you don't make excuses, you find solutions and answers to your problems, no matter how difficult, because you're not willing to quit. You're not willing to give up. You you don't know what, what give up means. It doesn't exist in your world, right? So if you can learn to, to you know, to remove the, the things that aren't truly aligned with your purpose, your fulfillment, what motivates and excites you. You know, it's got to excite you. It has to feel good. It has to make you just the... uh, Anyone who's felt this knows it, and it's so hard to articulate it and put it into words. But just when you're doing that thing that, that you're meant to be doing, it just feels right. There's no, there's no simpler way to explain it. It just feels right. And when you have that feeling, again, you're not making excuses, you're removing that, right? So part of, you know, when I'm trying to figure this out, as I'm going through, you know, my youth and learning and understanding, you know, what what I'm good at and what I like to do, I, I realized that it is far better to fail 
trying to achieve that thing that that I'm trying to achieve than to fail by making excuses and not ever starting, right? Like, it's... I would even class them as as two different kinds of failure because if you if you fail because you're you know it just timing is important luck is important uh, location so many factors come into play right it's you you take care of and control and and handle the things that are within your power to do so and the things that aren't is just fortune and blessings and timing that just you know, happen to align with, with you if you're, if you're in, you know, if you're lucky enough for that to occur. And when you, when you fail, but you've, you've done everything then that you possibly can, you don't feel defeated or, or really failure in the traditional sense of the word or failure in, in the equivalent meaning where, you fail because you you were supposed to get up and, and go to um, you know soccer training and you were tired and you couldn't be bothered and then you know that became a habit and sure enough you you lose the grand final and that's why you wonder why because you made excuses sure enough as I said from the beginning you know the one thing you can do to guarantee your failure is make excuses now if you if you fail in that regard, that's on you. That feels rotten because it's it's of your own doing. And and any and, and this too is, is relevant in, in, in the sense of any emotion that you feel is is what I would label instinct. It's there not to make life miserable, it's there to teach you and to guide you. If you feel pain with something, it's it's your body and your instincts telling you, you need to do something different. You need to move. It's all about feedback. You do something, something occurs, cause and effect. When you do something and something occurs, you understand what the outcome was from your actions and how to uh, uh, readjust and, and next time deliver a different result or a different outcome based upon different actions that you've taken, right? So it's, it's a different form. If you fail and you've taken the actions and you've learned and you've improved and you've gotten better over time, your failure becomes less and less and less and less and less likely. And then when you get to that stage, when you start achieving the goals that you've set for yourself, then you you start setting higher goals and, and new levels and achievement and you keep growing and becoming better at what you do. Now, when when... When I realized that it was better for me to fail by trying than to fail from my own, you know, excuses and laziness, I, I, I basically took action and, and planned, how, how, do I, how do I get that feedback? You know, what do I need to do to understand when I take action because I want it to be valuable and I want the action to to deliver an outcome naturally. So I have to map out what I would like to do, where I would like to go, and then learn from my actions and experiences and the feedback that the world is giving me based on what I'm doing. So I, I planned, you know, I, I, I thought, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, like, like the previous episodes of the podcast, started doing things that scare me. 
push myself outside of my comfort zone because that's where growth and success occurs. You know, every every person that's chasing success or, you know, for lack of a better term, it, it, it's usually, you know, within your reach, but outside of your immediate circle. People don't wake up and go, oh, I want to be successful. Oh, I am. Cool. It, it, it doesn't sort of happen like that. You know, you don't just sort of wake up and, and it's, you know, uh, in the room next door, you're sleeping here and you can wake up, walk down the hallway and oh, there's success. Cool. It's already here. Everybody has to sort of push outside of that comfort zone, right? And when you make excuses, when when you're presented with the opportunity, and this is key, every every challenge or difficult situation or problem that you face is truly an opportunity, an opportunity for you to grow, an opportunity for you to become better, an opportunity for you to experience new things, and most of all, an opportunity to understand who you are. Right? When you know how you handle and manage what life throws at you, all the excuses, everything is removed and stripped down, you know, and that's hard sometimes to face that. I think that especially, you know, I know and I know in my case, personally, a lot of excuses that I've made is because I'm afraid to see that I'm I'm not good enough. Or maybe... You know, that, that's a, a real fear. You know, am I good enough? And the thing that, that I understand now is it, it's not about, you know, am I good enough? I can always get better. I can't be afraid to not be good enough because if I'm afraid to not be good enough, I make excuses. And when I make excuses, I don't grow and I don't become better. So while I might not be where I want to be or where I need to be at this very moment in my life, if if I make the excuses, I'm never going to become good enough like I want to be. I'm never going to fulfill you know, my fullest potential. Who could I become, right? I say this every episode. Who could I become? And that's like... It's such a powerful driver, you know, this is where I found my, my sense of purpose and what fires me up is, is I'm driven by mastery as one of the, the key drivers in my life that I want to know that I can continually get better. And, and that, that driver alone for me personally, and I'm sure many of you who, if you watching this or listen to this, you're, you know, I, I, I imagine we're very like-minded people and, and you want the best for your life. And when you have, uh, when you have progress that's, that's attainable and always within reach and you know, there's always growth, life becomes different. It has a whole new meaning. It gives you less stress and anxiety because there's always something that's driving you forward. There's always something that's worth pushing for and worth continuing on no matter how hard it gets. And when you have something to strive towards, that's what religion calls hope and faith. You know, there's something bigger than you that you believe in that's worth holding on to for dear life. And that's that's what has changed my life for the better.
And I know it will do the same for you. That's why I record these episodes and share these things with you. I want each and every one of you to have the feeling of fulfillment and and know that you have the tools that can give you the best life possible and the outcomes that you are looking for and that you deserve. If you want these things and you work for them, you can earn them. They're yours. You deserve them. They're for you. This is, you know, one of the things to remember. People, you know, say life isn't happening to you. It's happening for you. This is our journey. What what are you going to do with this? How are you going to learn? How are you going to grow? Are you going to make the most of, you know, what's been given to you? So when when you, you remove all the, the the excuses and you make that plan to, to say no more, I'm not going to make excuses because I found that thing that drives me. And and if you haven't found that thing yet, don't worry. It, it, it'll come. You've just got to keep moving. Momentum breeds momentum. Keep taking action. Do things. Even if it feels like you're off task or if you're off the path and you don't know where you're headed, if you're moving, you're progressing, you're taking action until you find that thing. You can't know what you like if you don't try different things, right? So when you get through that point and you understand what what drives you and it it helps you to remove excuses because you realize it's of the utmost importance to you in your life, you have to remember there's there's always going to be fear. Fear doesn't ever really go away. You just get better at handling it. You get better at at being courageous, you get more brave. You know, I tell my little sons this, you know, like they, the, my littlest boy right now, he's 10. And when he um, has to go upstairs on his own and the lights are off, he's still scared, you know, and he, he, he always asks, you know, his big brother or us to come with him. And, and, the, you know, I try to, I come with him. I try to get him to go first, you know, to face the fear head on and, and, you know, know that I got your back. I'm with you. You know, the, there's always going to be fear and fear will encourage you to make excuses, right? Because fear wants to see you fail. Fear is your enemy. Fear is the thing, as I said in the in a previous episode, you know, fear is that disease that will ruin your life. All these all these tools and techniques and principles that I share and 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 put together for you guys, they they they're all part of the same education, the same learning, the same understanding. All these things piece together. So, you know, I want to focus right now on on not making excuses. But these all tie into the other things that I share. So you, when when you've taken in and absorbed this information and you've learned from this, you can use all these elements to to strengthen your ability to grow and succeed in your life, right? So when and and you know, by no means am am I. Uh, I don't have everything figured out. It's probably the best way to put it. But what I know is the things that I've gone through, the experiences I've learned from and the experiences of others and the, the progress I've made and the things that I have, have uh, that I apply on a daily basis, the, the tools and techniques, the principles that I use that have immensely improved my my life, my 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 relationships, my financial uh, success, uh, my overall health um, and my ultimate purpose. You know, th- those things have, have all improved because of the things that I'm sharing with you. And uh, f- 
finding for me personally, the thing that drove me and helps me to not make excuses is being in service of other people. When I was a little kid, I, I don't know, it just, I just knew that I was here to help people. That was my thing. I don't understand. I just kind of, I could still hear the little voice in my head telling me this is why I'm here. This is what I'm supposed to do. And, and to be honest, and this may be helpful to some of you out there, if all the things that I have attempted and, and gone through and experienced in my life, many of them have been me trying to figure out myself and, and my environment and all the, um, I look back now and a lot of the things that I've, that I had done almost, it's like you experience things that don't align with your true calling and purpose. And then you have to almost realize how to strip them back and remove them again to find out who you were all along. Does that make sense? I'm trying to think of the the the, the best way to explain it, but if if I can if I can sum it up, I guess that's the way I'd put it. Is, is it's like I went back to to remembering what I already knew as a kid. Sometimes you know you you go through thirty plus years of experience and all these things uh, almost become clutter and you have to sort of remove those layers and, and strip back down and, and remember who you are, right? So for me, that that was you know what I, I I ultimately came to that conclusion. You know, it's 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 harder to make excuses when you know people depend on you. You know, when it drives you to want to help others and know that. If I make an excuse, that could affect someone else. If I decide I couldn't be you know, bothered making a podcast this week, what flow-on effect does that have? See, that, that's, that's how I, I, I internalize and how I shift you know, the way I approach it and, and remove the excuses out of my life. And um, when, you, when you do that, you become someone who not only achieves the things you set out to achieve more often because you're, you're, uh, you know, the things you're, you're pursuing are aligned with who you are and what's important to you. Uh, it's so much easier to remove those distractions and, and become motivated because it, it gives you energy. Then this is that thing, right? Like, you know, when, you have to give first to receive. And when you give out good energy and positive energy and vibes out to the world and the universe, it's reciprocated. When you do good things, the, and this is in my experience at least, you know, and I'm not the only one, I promise you, when you do good things and you, and you do stuff for the betterment of other people, the universe will conspire to align all the things required to, to ensure that you're able to continue doing those things because they help other people. All right. I, um, I, I love this guys. I really uh, appreciate, you know, doing this for you guys is, is a wonderful experience and, and, and it's enjoyable for me too, because I get to go through and explain and experience the things I've learned again and it helps solidify what I've learned and by teaching it. So I, I, I'm very grateful. I thank you guys for being a part of this and I'm 
I'm thankful for you letting me be a part of your life. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for watching this. Thank you for listening. I hope that these things that you can share them with others and, and spread the things that help you and make a difference and impact in your life. Share them. They're not meant to be coveted and hidden away. Share them. Give them away. You know, that's what it's all about. All right. Who could you become? So remember, you want to fail? Make excuses. If you don't want to fail, take action. All right. Thank you, guys. This is Wade Vincent. I will talk to you again next Friday. Have a wonderful weekend. Bye, guys. <laughs>